TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to 100 Not Out, featuring your hosts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Marcus Pierce. Hello and welcome to 100 Not Out, episode 429, if you don't mind. Marcus Pierce here with you for the weekly podcast, helping you to master the art of aging well. As always, it gives me great pleasure to head down to the most prolific, cause-giving, exercise, big message pontificator I know, Dr. Damien Christoph. Hello, legend. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. It is a great thing. As I was walking today, I went for his walk along the beach, um, and I was walking, and I watched a guy doing his push-ups, and I thought, oh yeah, I wonder if he's doing the push-up, push-ups, or is it push-ups for better, or whatever it is. That's, I'm doing that at the moment too. Um, I thought, I wonder if he's doing that. He's doing <laughs> Did you go that. off and ask him? And I thought, how many courses am I involved in right now? I was thinking to myself. I thought, how. I've just done this thing, Impact, hashtag Impact, which was raising awareness of domestic violence and all that sort of stuff. And then I did a presentation for L'Oreal for um, for Purology, which is uh, for um, hairdressers. And it was, I thought it was a very ironic that I was doing a presentation for hairdressers because <laughs> I have no hair. And uh, But I was doing this and I saw on my little lapel, I had the white ribbon, right? So there I was, I was white ribbon foundation. So uh, there was that going. And, the, and now, of uh, with Vita, we're doing um, a push-up challenge, uh, which is uh, push for better, um, to raise money and to create awareness around suicide and mental health. Um, and so I was thinking to myself, and then what? Just as I was about to go on live with our with a podcast, just before I received a phone call from a number I wasn't too sure about, I answered, "Hello, it's Damien." Um, and <laughs> So she says, oh, hi, Damien, it's Debbie. I'm going, who are you, Debbie? She goes, oh, I'm from the Police Youth Club Social Services, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Someone else asking for more money. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how many causes are we meant to be giving to? When does this stop, PC? <laughs> and you've got, you've got Freeze MND coming up in a couple of weeks. you got to gotta well, help out Neil Danaher. I was wearing my Freeze yeah, I was wearing my beanie yesterday, my yeah. freeze MND beanie yesterday, because obviously I've given to that as well, and uh, and, I, and I'm behind it. Um, I don't forget, it. don't forget the Fred it's, Hollows Foundation. Got to end preventable blindness. Well, it's interesting that you say that about the Fred <laughs> Hollows Foundation because. Um, <laughs> oh, mate, I'll speak out of turn if I actually say anything. So I'll, I can't say anything about that, but I. I, that's funny that you mentioned Fred Hollows Foundation. I'm going to ask you why did you bring Fred Hollows? Because I'm just in, looking at I'm looking at looking at my book here, and uh, I'm just looking at all of the different charities. So so because I think this is hilarious. In Australia, there are 24 yes. million people, uh, maybe a bit more now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, there are 54,000 registered charities, which means we have 444 people per charity in our country. Wow. In America, there are 323 million people, approximately. 1.18 million charities, which gives you 274 people per charity. So they're probably feeling a little (laughs) bit more overwhelmed than we are. In New Zealand, your home country, uh, there are. I know, it's a joke, it's all right. Why do people say that? (laughs) There are 4.7 million people, um, 27,000 charities. 
which gives them 174 people per charity. Um, and I, I, I reel all this off because in the, in the Bible manuscript, which you received many moons ago, I did have a bit in the book, which I took it out called dealing with charity overwhelm, which I think is what you are referring to, Damo. It is how many good causes can I give to in my lifetime without feeling resentful towards some of those causes? <laughs> I know, right? I know. I know. This is, and it's not that you don't want to give. No. Like, yeah, no. I went to Woolworths the other day because I was sick of going to Coles. Yeah. So I went to Woolworths the other day and there was a homeless person sitting at the front and I said, mate, what do you want? He goes, I want cash. I said, all right. So I went into my back to my car, got some coins out of my dash thingy and then gave him a handful of coins. He goes, how much did you give me? I said, I don't know, a couple of bucks. He goes, thanks. Oh, God. Right. Maybe I shouldn't have given it to you, right? <laughs> anyway, then I, I went and did my shopping and I came back. He goes, can you help me out? I need some food. I go, mate, I gave you some cash before. What would you do with it? He goes, I'm saving it for accommodation tonight. I said, oh, fair enough. He goes, someone gave me this. And he hands up like this microwave meal. He goes, where am I going to find a freaking microwave? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you poor bloke. But, you know, if I and so I went to Coles today to get some milk and some batteries because my watering system stopped working and, you know, in the middle of lockdown, the last thing I want to be doing is watering my garden. It's got to, That's got to happen. So um, I had to get a new battery. So there was a homeless person sitting there too, so I gave her some money. And so I give. Like, I'm very happy to give. I sponsor a child in Nepal um, through the Lily Fro Foundation, which um, the late, great Nairi Cannon set up with her daughter, um, you know, many, many years ago. And I've been doing that for probably 15 years, supporting um, that particular organization. Um, and, and there's other organizations that we give to as well. So I do like to give. I really do like to give. But sometimes I feel like there's a bit of overwhelm, you know what I mean, which is what we were talking about too, you know. So what, what, are, what does everyone else think, you know, like if you're joining us on Facebook at the moment <laughs> – how many courses are you part of? Reel them off. List them so that we with, know what they are. With a really, Reel them yeah. off. And, then, and for those of you who are in the car listening to this or out on your run or stand-up putterboarding where you're listening to this or if you're surfing like Kyle Brock and listening to this, whatever you're doing, um, think about how many courses you're supporting at the moment and do you feel overwhelmed by it? And please, please don't tell us how important it is to donate to your cause whilst you walk backwards up a mountain for the cause because I think this is where we are all just a little bit overwhelmed with yes. just how many causes there are. The cut through is harder than ever with giving to charity. Yeah. I think it's it's very easy to go, I don't give a flying F-bomb about your cause as humane as it is because all yes. I get on my social media feed is give five bucks here and ten bucks there and that child is starving here and this person's homeless there and that person has cancer there and that person has poor mental yeah. health there and that person has a bug disease here. This person is homeless. That person lost their car. This person lost their job. Like they're all good causes. But the Great proliferation that, or the proliferation of it, it's like you just feel like a useless uh, taught us when you're not giving to every single one of them. And then yeah. one day you end up eating tuna and corn out of a can because you've given all of your money to everyone else and you go, holy moly, I just got sucked into charity yeah. overwhelm. I'm over. I'm clearly over baking this cake. But this is, Damo, <laughs> the challenge that we now face yeah. in 2021. 
it's it's a challenge. It's a challenge. Saying no I'm isn't your strong point. <laughs> Yeah, Damo currently gives 99% of his net worth to charity because he doesn't know how to say no. Damo is feeding every single person in Nepal and Africa because he got that many calls and that many guilt-ridden newsletters that he just couldn't say no. I'm really not. No, I'm really not. I'm not doing that at all. But I do like giving. And Trudy, thank you, Captain Obvious. Um, um, But what's interesting about this is that at some point it triggered me today. And so, Piercy... What's happening in me where I get triggered about generosity? Like what? What is that? Is it generosity? Well, I'll tell you exactly what it is what, because what is you you what do this it? to yourself because you are so generous. You are the most giving. I reckon you're in my top one most giving people on the planet. That when you say no, you actually you actually get annoyed at yourself and you probably tell yourself that you're not giving because you want to say no, but you don't. But you feel bad saying no. So when you say no, you think yeah. that you're uh, not a bad person. It's not the right term. But the, the, that you don't care. And for you to tell yourself that you don't care or that you don't give is just uh, its like sacrilege. You just you just, um, you want to feel good about it. So, um, And I think you would give to everyone if it was doable and easy, easy and feasible and uh, that's, just, that's just you. Like, I mean, Trudy's already said it. So when you do say no, you will just feel like a prick. Like that's I the way I was. <laughs> yeah, I do. You know that is true. That is true. So um, okay, so we've identified um, that the, I am the problem. Um, that I've got that. I've got that. But there'll be other people that feel the same way too. I'm sure of it. Like yeah. other people must be feeling um, a bit overwhelmed with the people, the number of people that are phoning them. Um, from mobile phone numbers that you don't recognise or phoning them from um, country towns that you've never heard of before um, but you can see that popping up on your on your screen on your phone it says, you know, calling from, <laughs> from a little country town. I thought, where's this little country town? I thought, so I Googled it and because if I don't recognise the number, sometimes I'll just like let it ring out and if they don't leave a message, I'll call the number back. And more often than not, it says <laughs> the number you're trying to reach is not contactable, right? I go, oh, oh no, I'm one of those charity. So, um, but there was this little town that in the 1997 census, no, in the 19, in the in the 2017 census, um, it had 117 people in this little town. And I thought, wow, who do I know in this little town? So, like, I even looked it up on Google, thinking, who is this, right? Who's Who's this little town? And then I realized that I was being spammed again. Um, and, and I'm, I, yeah, I got over it. <laughs> it's so hard to not feel spammed, even when they're good causes. That's the thing. Yeah. I feel spammed when yeah. I'm browsing on social media and someone's put it up. I, I just feel really hard. And I, I don't know what it is, but it's like, so the push up challenge, right? Which I was just Googling it. What, it, what is it? It's a, I think it's Headspace, but I'm probably going to get it wrong. The push-up challenge, push-up for better mental health this June, uh, 3,318 push-ups from June 1 to 25 to recognize and raise awareness for the 3,318 people who took their life in 2019. Yes. Now, I've seen um, a <clears throat> mutual friend of ours, Tim Robards, put this up on social media. Another friend of mine, Emma Fado, uh, who was our CA in uh, in Inverloch or Wonthaggy, Many years ago, now yeah. now now works at Jets uh, Ballina. She's doing it. 
Um, and then, and then, uh, you and I in our, in our peck majors, uh, push up little Facebook messenger group. Um, we've spoken about it and I think, you know, I think we're, if we're not doing it officially, we're doing it unofficially. Some of us are a little bit more injured than others at the moment. So we're in a bit of flux. <laughs> um, yes. So, so for me, here's where I go on this. Um, there are, I reckon, six to eight, give give or take plus or minus two really big causes that actually actually like grab us like where we actually get pulled to do it so the push up for better challenge grabs me for the following reasons one i'm already doing push ups so i don't have mm-hmm. to start at zero two yes i'm doing it in a group of other people that are already doing push ups so i don't have to do it by myself yeah. Um, and three, I like the uh, I like I like what it stands for. But here's my dilemma: I I do not feel comfortable telling other people that I'm doing it. I don't know why. We could psychoanalyze that if we want to. Uh, I saw I saw that Vita Lifestyles put it up the other day, and I was like, oh, thank God. They've got the courage to put it up on their socials because I just don't. I don't know what it like. It's like when people go, "Why don't you sell your book more?" It's like, oh, I just, oh, I'm not that good at saying everyone buy my book. It's just, I just am not wired to go give to this charity. It's just, oh, even just talking about it makes me feel a bit little. And <laughs> <laughs> but when I see other, when I see those those reasons that I just gave earlier, I go, okay, I can do it. But I'd happily give money to it. But I don't want to tell other people to give money to it. I don't know, like, mm-hmm. and and then I recognise that there are other people that are really good at telling people to give money to it, and it doesn't it doesn't seem salesy or spammy if they do it. I think there's an art yeah. and maybe a type of personality that that not gets away with it that can do it authentically. For me, I'd feel I just feel way too pushy. Well, let me tell you what happened. So two or three weeks ago, we started doing impact um, in our Yes, practice. talk about this. Talk about this. Yes. Wearing the red, red shirt, um, have, wear a little bit of red for impact to raise awareness around um, domestic abuse uh, and for women and children who are displaced from homes because um, there's 2,000 people every night, 2,000 women every night in Victoria mm-hmm. are without a home due to domestic violence, right? So we, as a practice, decided that we'd raise awareness around that. Like it really struck a chord with me, having done some of the training of the White Ribbon Foundation, the fact that um, Jackie had lost a friend to domestic violence only a couple of years ago. Um, Jackie's one of our CAs in our practice. And so all of, all of, um, all of the signs and all, you know, all of the signals definitely helped me make a decision that as a practice we would support this cause. No problems. And so I was very um, comfortable raising it um, and saying, hey, guys, we're raising awareness. Give money. Um, support it. There's a cash box over there. Um, or you can scan the QR code and go straight to it and make a tax-deductible donation. You know, go and do that. Like it felt really easy to do that with all the practice members. Um, and, of course, some people were just going, oh, yeah, cool. Thanks for raising awareness. Um, and other people gave money. And and like for example, some of some of the guys and girls that were in the practice gave a hundred dollars, like bang, just like that, or two hundred dollars, bang, just like that, just gave it. And I was like, wow, that's so awesome. And then today in my little golf mates chat, I said, guys, you know, 
why don't given that we're all locked down we can't do um golf right now why don't you guys also join the push-up challenge that i'm doing too you know why don't you do it and if you don't want to do it then here's the link to donate to if you want if you feel inclined to donate to it and i've got crickets like crickets silence like there was more silence than you could imagine silence ever being and i thought to myself are they also now sick of me um, asking for support. Damo's for always charity. that guy with a cause to push and oh, ask for money. Here he oh, goes again yeah. with his cause. Another month, uh, another cause. What will it be in July, Damo? The other day, yeah, yeah, all of that stuff. When do you gonna, you know, put your money where your mouth is? Blah blah blah. So, I thought, do is it just me? Was I feeling that I had fatigued my mates out? Um, because I feel fatigued around it. Um, Trudy says, it's your intention behind it, Marcus. Um, Helen says, I think I'm like you. I actually read that as, I think I like you, Marcus. (laughs) I like you too, Helen, and I think I'm like you too, (laughs) Helen. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so I read that and I kind of go, my intention behind it is to help support people, but I'm also mindful that everybody is asking for stuff at the moment as well. So... I, I maybe I'm oversensitive to that. Here's what I've taken notes down on here. I think your proximity okay. to the cause is tantamount. So Jackie okay. had like a friend. Helen, Helen, yeah, Helen's so, saying I tend to only support local charities. Yes. Yep. So Jackie, yep. your CA, had a close friend. Did you say yep. die from domestic violence? Died. Now, yeah, that's going to pull on the heartstrings because the proximity of that is huge, which almost, it makes it, it's not a sell because you're actually sharing a story and experience uh, and uh, it, it plucks on the heartstrings. So, so when, when you told me that story, I was like having alarm bells go off because I think the more proximity we feel to a cause, the easier it is to uh, share it because it's close to our heart. So when when yeah. Chris and Renee, Chris's late wife Renee, who died from cancer at 39, I was just I, I shared this story in the book. She raised they raised seventy five thousand dollars in three hours yeah. at a fundraiser in Melbourne. Um, yeah, and it was essentially like friends and family, friends and family uh, pulling money out of their pocket um, on the night. Because it was Renee, like it wasn't. It was so proximal, like the person yeah. so close. It, 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 Renee was in their heart, like you know she's mm-hmm. standing up on stage with Chris. It's like we just want to help you guys. Similar thing happened with um, our niece um, Elsie. She died from a kidney cancer when she was three, and uh, same amount of money, seventy five thousand dollars, was raised. Quick sticks to help Johnny and Jill be there with Elsie in her final. Um, months so that there wasn't the pressure of working and having to balance all of that out. It wasn't It wasn't hard to want to give to that because it was largely friends and family giving because of the proximity of the cause. Um, I think when you feel in your heart a proximity to a cause, it's a lot easier to ask for the money. I think yes. when we feel very distant uh, to a cause. Um, so please give to this random genetically mutated disease that you've never heard of as I go and walk around a river 
that you've never heard of and I don't really know you. You're a random Facebook friend that stumbled upon my profile seven years ago and I don't know why I'm in your feed or you're in my feed. It's really hard to give to that because there's just no proximity to the situation. So that's why and and I wrote down courage. Like I think for... I think for you to ask your golf mates to donate, I think takes courage. Like I actually applaud it. Um, I actually think it's hard to ask for the money. I really do. So, um, and I think that's probably the work that I that I need to do in certain situations. It's like asking for the sale. Like that, that pure sales training is like you have to ask for the sale. <laughs> Otherwise, don't expect the money to you know uh, drop into the account. So I think it's just so. That, I think that's that's a that's a note I take on it as well. So. I've enjoyed this conversation, Damo. I think I've learned a lot about good wisdom. Yeah, good wisdoms. Around and thanks everyone for again participating. I love. We love participation. I love participation. <laughs> Damo loves love it more than me. I love it. I think Damo I love really it. loves it. I just love this funny. It just scratch me ear. Just love it. So good. It's I think fun. I weird people out when I'm talking about love languages, and I go, "Yeah, physical touch." I go, "If you just get your hand and just stroke my hair, I'm in heaven." And I don't mean it. I don't mean it like. Can you please do it? Like I'm talking to this person I've just met. <laughs> They're like, freak. Yeah. We just met. We just met. <laughs> and you're into the moon cycles. We just met. I'm telling you, whiny moon at the moment. Everyone Uh-oh. is cleaning up shop at the moment. It's a declutter week, folks. Yeah. When you feel yeah. the urge to mow the lawns and clean up the house, it's that whiny moon. I'm telling you. I'm telling oh, you. Is that what it is? I just polished the deck. There you go. It's all the deck polishers, all the deck polishers, all is the it? car cleaners, all the lawn mowers, all the declutterers. Really? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah totally. When the moon's wow. getting smaller, you want to clean up shop. And then once the moon starts getting bigger, it's big ideas. We're going to get out of lockdown. I'm going to revolutionize my life. I'm going to start my business. I'm going to start this new relationship. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. Wow, it's really? on, baby. It's on. You can interview That's me about the moon, mate. <laughs> <laughs> We've still got to get our moon expert on. Yep. Okay. Heidi Binder has thought... followed you for years. You did a lose weight program that. in New Zealand. Oh, it's true, Heidi. I did. Heidi, your name <laughs> rings a bell. Protest. Thanks for following. That's so nice. Yeah. That's really nice. Thank you. Um, Trudy reckons it's just lockdown. I can imagine right now that Trudy is going to be going to Vita and ripping stuff out of the cupboards and chucking it out. Waning moon, Trudy. Waning moon. It's not lockdown. Lockdown is the waning moon. That's right. They're one and the same. I don't know what the 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 hearth and homers are the people. uh, Pratesh, I think, is a positive real estate uh, community member. The hearth and homers are those noisy neighbors that just pull out the – the what's the wind blower the um garden blower oh, the leaf yes. blower, blower back. you know the blower, blower back. back and the the noisy lawnmower they're just they're not just house proud demo they are loud and proud house proud the an emphasis on being <laughs> loud seven o'clock yes. in the morning on a saturday or a sunday you just want to sleep in and they somehow get the loudest vacuum cleaner ever created right next to your bedroom wall and yeah. they are just onto you so that's it. Yes. Now Helen pa- Pocock things. knows why she cleaned her kitchen last night. I'm telling you. Wayne Moon, baby. All the way. All the way. I love it. I all the way. It. All right. I've got to put I my runners it. on and take Derby to footy training right. before I am uh, you go. not disowned, the, whatever the, 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 the vice versa of that is. Yeah, disowned. Um, 
to everyone that has supported us. We thank what you. Uh, for all of Damo's wisdom, head on over to DamienChristoph.com, myself, MarcusPierce.com.au. And until next week, as always, continue to make the rest of your life the best of your life. Bye for now. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.